You're listening to 91.9 KVCR News. I'm Jessica Greenwell. On Fridays, we speak with former Press Enterprise columnist and longtime KVCR News contributor Cassie McDuff about some of the big stories around the Inland Empire. Good morning, Cassie. Good morning, Jessica. So first up, DeVore residents are complaining about poor water quality, poor service, and other issues in the private water company that serves their rustic community at the foot of the Cajon Pass. What's happening in DeVore? Right. Well, DeVore is a little community, as you said, rustic, uh, of less than 1,000 residents in the foothills overlooking Glen Helen Regional Park, where the 15 and the 215 freeways come together. The water company is owned by the people who live there and get their water from it. It's been around for about 114 years now, and the board of directors is elected each year from among the customers, the DeVore residents. But in the past several years, discontent has been growing that the nine-member board of directors has made it harder and harder for customers to get satisfactory service. For example, some people still like to pay their bills in person at the office. The DeVore Water Company website says the office hours are 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. But if you go to the office, a sign on the door says office hours are 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Thursday. In addition, some customers say their water bills have gotten higher even with no additional water use. And most disturbingly, when people came to attend a recent board meeting, they were shut out, leaving a lot of folks outside banging on the doors and windows. Law enforcement was called and the meeting was canceled. The board president and company CEO, James Jiglio, said the boardroom can only accommodate 25 people, and 911 was called when the crowd's behavior was seen as threatening. He said from now on, when an overflowed crowd is expected, the meeting will be held at nearby Kimbark Elementary School. So do we know what's going on with the higher water bills? Yeah, Jiglio also had an explanation for that. He said that in 2022, testing of water meters determined that some were grossly underreporting how much water was being used. So when new meters went in, people who had been using more water than they had been billed for suddenly got accurate bills. He said the DeVore Water Company is offering payment plans for those who can't afford to pay their bills in full all at once. There's another problem that goes back a few years. The State Water Resources Control Board notified the company in 2017 that their drinking water had unacceptable levels of nitrates several months a year when rainfall pushes groundwater tables up into the soil that has high nitrate levels due to septic tanks and agricultural runoff. The state gave the company a year to install treatment equipment, but according to some residents, that work still isn't complete. The president and CEO, again, James Jiglio, said the board is working to solve these longstanding problems and that drinking water doesn't violate state standards. A new board election, by the way, was scheduled for this week. We don't have the results yet. Well, we'll wait for that update. And San Bernardino County deputies are finally going to be issued body-worn cameras. Tell us about it. Well, the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department is actually the last in Southern California to adopt these uniform-worn cameras. And it's been a slow rollout. It's a big county. The agency started using the cameras last September at two stations, Central in San Bernardino and Hesperia in the high desert. Initially, there were problems transmitting the video from the high desert to the headquarters. That delayed deploying the cameras to other stations. But the problem was overcome by transmitting the video to the cloud. 
And the technology has improved, so deputies no longer have to spend time at the end of each shift uploading their videos. Now it's done automatically as the batteries recharge. So what's been the reaction of deputies since they've been wearing the cameras? Well, the response seems to be pretty good. The deputies' union executive director, Lolita Harper, said the deputies like them, except that the hardware attaching the cameras to the uniforms was ripping their shirts. The department is now ordering magnets to attach them. So does this mean the body cameras are now being worn countywide? Not yet. They've just been sent to the Needles and Highland stations. It's a slow rollout, but at least one deputy said he's found the public is on their best behavior when they know they're being filmed. Where the cameras have been deployed, all interactions with the public are recorded. Very good. And a federal judge has temporarily barred San Bernardino from evicting homeless encampments. What happened here? This is a temporary injunction prohibiting the city from displacing homeless people until the city has a plan for how to do it while providing shelter to those who want it. This lawsuit came about after three homeless disabled people were forced out of Meadowbrook Park downtown, and they said the city destroyed their belongings and failed to accommodate their needs under the Americans with Disabilities Act. The judge found that the city did destroy their belongings and likely violated their rights under the ADA and their civil rights. The city argued that it did offer assistance and hotel vouchers to everyone it displaced during the cleanup sweeps of its parks last year. A city spokesman said the city was disappointed that the judge took the word of the displaced individuals over the city's assurances that it had offered help. But again, it's a temporary injunction pending further judicial review of the case. And San Bernardino, like many cities, does have a significant issue with homelessness. Right. Last year's point-in-time survey, that annual count of the homeless throughout California, found more than a 1,000 unsheltered people in the city. The next survey was actually scheduled for this week, so we should be getting an updated count soon. So is San Bernardino doing any better in addressing the homelessness crisis? Yeah, last month the city council agreed to spend $3 million on vouchers for motel stays, and the state has just announced a $35 million grant for the city to build tiny homes for 140 individuals in partnership with Lutheran Social Services and another partner. Those are expected to be complete by the spring of 2025. Yeah, and I'll have a report on that funding and the specifics of the planned facility coming up soon. And lastly, one of Riverside's most popular annual events is moving to Harupa Valley. Which one? Well, the Riverside Dickens Festival. It's been going on for 30 years, celebrating Victorian England and the author of David Copperfield, Charles Dickens. It's just gotten too costly to shut down the streets in downtown Riverside and rent the barricades and the portable restrooms and all the rest that comes with a big outdoor public event. So this year, the 31st year of the annual Riverside Dickens Festival, it will be held at the Jensen Alvarado Ranch in Harupa Valley, just on the other side of Mount Rubido, really. The ranch is part of the Riverside County Park System, and it has grassy fields and permanent restrooms. So as long as it isn't raining, it should be quite nice. It will cost about $25,000 to stage the festival this year versus more than $50,000 to do it in downtown Riverside. Well, I've been to the Jensen Alvarado Ranch, and it does seem like a beautiful place to have the festival. So when will the festival be held? It takes place on Saturday, February 24th and Sunday, February 25th. More than 10,000 people per day came last year. So get out your Victorian garb and grab your copy of Oliver Twist and get there. 
Well, thank you so much, Cassie, for all of your reporting, as always. Thank you, Jessica. Longtime journalist Cassie McDuff helps us out regularly on our Friday morning news wrap, and these reports are posted at kbcrnews.org. This report is made possible with the support of the Southern California News Group, publisher of the Press Enterprise, San Bernardino Sun, Inland Valley Daily Bulletin, and other Southern California newspapers. I'm Jessica Greenwell, KBCR News.